Hello and welcome back. Another week has gone by in Oklahoma education, and it's been it's been a week. It's been good. It's been bad. It's been in between. Ah, I don't know. That's been bad. Um, just uh, kind of got back into the swing of things from our uh, four day uh, weekend because of previous week's snow days, and um, yeah, there was a little bit of a hiccups from some of the students because they maybe got a little too used to the days off. They uh, didn't. Um, plan to get back on a sleep schedule, school schedule kind of a thing, which um, one of my opening activities this week was a, a quote that talked about, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. And we talked um, a bit about that, what to do with grades or um, athletic performance, you know, you know, you're supposed to give your best in performance and agility drills and practice so that you can do well in the game. And shouldn't be a surprise if you're getting whooped at a game or you don't get picked to play in the game by the coach because you ignored the importance of practice or rehearsal for a show or grades. And some of them are like, well, I don't care about, you know, this class, English, world history, whatever. But I said, the problem is, like, you can ignore that, but your grades might be needed for a thing you need in the future. So if you want to go to college, and I've had, sadly, students have this, they're like, I don't care, sophomore year. And then they decide they need to go to college. So senior year, they're like, all right, got to go. And then it's like, dang, college is expensive. And dang, no one wants to give me scholarships for my GPA, and dang, no one wants to uh, give me scholarships or let me in because of my ACT scores because they had ignored the potential opportunity that they had for those previous years. And, and so it's just, yeah, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. It even applies to like their social life. I mean, you can lie to a friend or a loved one, a significant other, but and, and, and you will get away with it for a time, but a day, a week, a month, a year later, they find out, and they walk away, and you're just left going, but, 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 as they say, I don't want to have anything to do with you anymore. So that was a, a good conversation that we had. Um, let's see, what else was going on? Um, just, I guess, the usual. Well, actually, a, a thought that was on my mind is uh, the Oklahoma legislative session has started again. And um, one of our state senators, if I remember right, yes, uh, had introduced a, like, basically a school choice bill. And it got very heated very quickly online. People, you know, with the usual arguments and complaints about what's going on. And then very quickly, um, they, uh, some members of the House of Representatives, um, both sides, Democrats and Republicans, started calling it out and saying it's not going to happen. And within a week, it was pretty much said that even if the Senate passes it, the House was not even going to hear it, which I just found awkward. And I really wish people would get off the high horse and um, get off of the, the emotional high of responding to that and think about what it means. Because um, when, you think it, when I explain it to students, um, they completely understand because they are living in the system and they, and they see it the way it is. But the usual situations you hear is, well, school choice systems take money from public schools. And the thing is, it's not the public school's money. It's the taxpayer's money that is supposed to be used to educate their, the, the kids of Oklahoma. So we let parents have a say in what's going on for most of their, uh, the rest of their parental responsibilities. Why not have a say for their education? So for example, if Oklahoma spends $10,000 a year to educate a child, a school of pure, like a gold standard school choice system would say like, hey, um, we are spending this much money to educate your child. Where would you like them to be educated? 
And maybe you're more, your kid is more of an artsy type kid and they want to go to an artsy type school. So you just tell the state, hey, we're going to send them to that private school down the street that focuses on music and the arts. And the school goes, okay, we'll send the check their way. Um, have a good year. And, or, or maybe you prefer, um, uh, a, a close, maybe you're on the very edge of your district and it'd be, make more sense for you to go to the neighboring district. So the state would say, okay, fine. They have open, if they have enrollment for you, we'll send the money to them and you go to them. And people freak out about that because you're taken away from public schools, especially if they choose a religious option or a private school option. But again, it's not the school's money. It's supposed to be for the education of the child. And that doesn't work anywhere else. Like we, we do, we do um, our welfare uh, EBT system used to be called food stamps. We, we don't give the money to Walmart and then say, hey, go, go pick up your groceries. Walmart's got it ready for you. No, we put money on a card and we tell them this is what you're allowed to get to feed your family in your time of need, go where you need to go. And if Walmart irritates you, go to Homeland. If Homeland irritates you, go to Aldi's. It's not Aldi's money. It's not Walmart's money. It's not Homeland's money. It's yours for your need, and you go use it how you see fit. Um, people act like it's such a big stretch. Because, but we, we do this for um, uh, Head Start, like pre-K. You can get money from the federal government to send your kid to a pre-K and they don't care where. You just tell them where you're sending your kid, and they send the money there. We do this for college, the Pell Grant system. Basically, you get a grant from the government, and then the government says, okay, what school has accepted you, and are you attending? Cool, we'll send, you the, we'll send the money to that school to cover your costs. So this idea of, you know, it's taxpayer money, it shouldn't go to private institutions or even religious institutions. When we have that system in place, as it is, it's just we have these hangups about K through 12, and then it's well, they would make the school worse. Well, I, I or take money from like that local school. But the thing is, if that student is not there anymore, why would that school still need the money? Why would we still send school to the local assigned school if the student has decided to go somewhere else? Also, can we just really? We assign this most important of institutions based on zip code. We, we agree that food and healthcare is important, but we don't assign grocery stores and doctors by zip code. Because could you imagine how bad that would be? We talk about food deserts here in the city of Oklahoma City, how local communities don't have enough grocery stores and they're trying to get more grocery stores. Could you imagine that you weren't allowed to go to another grocery store because it wasn't your zip code assigned grocery store? It's such ridiculous logic. We just fall for it all the time in education. And we talk about equity and equality, and some families, they are. They're stuck in poor, performing schools. Why wouldn't we allow their parents another option to find um, educational opportunities for their kids? So it's a hotly debated topic. It's one that most people don't understand and most people don't think about, but it's much needed change is, is what I would like to see. But uh, Corey DeAngelis, Corey, uh, DeAngelis at DeAngelis Corey is a guy who talks about a lot about this on Twitter. Follow him and read some of his articles if you're kind of curious about some of the things I said. And uh, I don't know, may, if it doesn't happen this year, maybe it'll happen in the future years. But I feel like school, a, some, a school choice system is a way forward for Oklahoma education. And if we think about it, um, that's 
That's the best way forward. Even, especially if you say you care about equality and equity among our various communities. So, oh, other news. For the first time in like two years, I actually have to miss a day of work. It's weird. I don't usually do that, but wish us luck. My son and I are going so he can try to get his driver's permit. And um, yeah, I feel a little bit old about that, but also I'm ready for him to have this opportunity to have that, taking those steps towards more independence. And I, I'm looking forward to it. So we're going to head on over to the DMV and, you know, probably wait in line for a while. So I'm going to bring a couple of books. And uh, hopefully this time next week, I got the good news that he's uh, an efficient, official licensed, you know, learning driver. Yeah, and a new era in our household will begin. Well, that was a lot. Um, and uh, I hope you have a good week. I uh, Maybe give some thought to School Choice, research it instead of just dismissing it out of hand. And as always, have a day.